This week's episode is brought to you by Marco's Pizza. Monday and Tuesday nights are Carol U nights at Marco's Pizza in Waukesha. Mention you're a Carol student and receive 25% off your entire online or delivery order. Marco's Pizza, every store, every day, the Italian way. Welcome back, everybody, to this week's episode of the CU in Van Mail podcast. Once again, my name is Sam Gobert, your host. Joining us today, she's back, Brooke Foster from the women's basketball team. Brooke, thanks for coming on. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. Good to have you back. How does it feel to be back on? No, it feels great. Um, I miss it. Freshman year was a great time with you guys. Loved working with y'all. But it's feel it feels good to be on the other side now. <laughs> yeah, this time answering all the questions instead of asking them. It'll be fun. Yeah. Good. So for those who uh, didn't get a chance to listen last year, why don't you introduce yourself a little bit? Tell us, um, you know, what sport you play, um, what, what year you are, and why don't we, for Thanksgiving theme, why don't you throw in your favorite Thanksgiving dish? All right. So my name is Brooke Foster, and I'm a sophomore here at Carroll. I double major in communication and Spanish, and I'm number 11 on the Carroll women's basketball team. Um... So far, uh, my freshman year went really well. We had like a full season. Um, classes went great freshman year. And now sophomore year, we're all chugging through it. Um, everybody is doing a great job, I feel like. Um, and a big thanks to the administration for letting us return because I know a lot of students can't. Um, all my friends, maybe in other places, going to other colleges, they're not as lucky to return like we are. So. Yeah, here I am. My second year is going as good as it can be. And my favorite dish at Thanksgiving would have to be stuffing or the bread rolls. I can't decide. Um, both of them are the best. I just half of my plate is stuffing, quarter of it is bread, and then a little bit for everything else. <laughs> That's That sounds just like my plate, too. Um, yeah. Are you, do you go homemade or do you go the, the box stuffing, the stovetop? Oh, gosh. You know, I really wish I knew what my parents used because we have the same type of stuffing every year. And I think it might be a box. It might be from a box, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. it tastes just as good as homemade wood. Yeah. So I'm not quite sure. But either way, my grandma makes all the good homemade dishes. So she, it's always good to have her dishes at Thanksgiving, too. I am. I'm looking forward to that now. That just got me excited. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two weeks can't come fast enough. Right. So... Brooke, why don't you, um, you talk a little bit about your basketball career here last season. Why don't you talk a little bit about how did you get into basketball and when did the the love for basketball start? So I've been playing basketball since first grade and I started at a really young age, but it was never my favorite sport because my number one sport all the way up until eighth grade was soccer. I was soccer 100% all the way. Um, but you know, I started juggling between the two sports and like basketball kind of overcame my heart. Like when it came down to deciding whether I wanted to play or not, um, I eventually chose basketball over soccer, which kind of shocked a lot of people because I've always played soccer. So about eighth grade, I think it was, I mean, I started club, 
at a young age too, but it wasn't until eighth grade where it really pulled me closer to like club basketball, travel basketball. Um, definitely some of the best summers of my life, club basketball. I'm sure other athletes who travel basketball re can relate. Um, going all around the country is just so much fun. It's such a privilege to just go all these different places and play against all these different people. So eventually I chose basketball. Um, definitely did never, did never regret my decision. I literally am so happy that I chose basketball. So, Good. Yeah. yeah. What do you think are some of the big things that, um, you know, that maybe you learned from soccer that kind of helped you through the way with basketball then too? Well, the one thing about my soccer team, my club soccer team that I played with for a while, for like eight years, I um, was so like, we were like a sisterhood. Um, I don't know. I just always think back to all of our memories we were young, so we really didn't have to like feel the pressure that we do now. So it was so easy to just like have the most fun we could possibly have and like make the most out of everything without feeling like like the pressure that we do when we get older. So I feel like my soccer like experience really like taught me how to be like a really good teammate, like in that aspect, being like a good friend. So um, like that sisterhood aspect of it I feel like that was really ingrained when I was younger so that team oriented type um characteristics that I'd probably developed in my soccer years definitely transferred over to like now my basketball years and and it's like they're both team sports there's so many comparisons like so many connections like the court and the field and like spacing and chemistry communication and all that they just are hand in hand so a lot of it helped me with basketball Good. Yeah, I can I can see that the the relationships that you came out of it. I can see you building that with your other teammates here at now now Carol. So that's really cool that you got that out of it. How's if if somebody handed you a soccer ball, how well would you be able to to get back out there quickly? Would it take a little bit, or are you a little rusty? See, the thing is, soccer is very tedious, and I feel like I use my hands every day. So basketball, it's harder to forget. But my feet with a soccer ball it might take a couple of weeks. <laughs> tell you that I don't blame you no yeah. it, would, it would take me a while too I played mm -hmm. soccer for one year in fifth grade and that was when <laughs> everybody just kicked the ball around oh, each other yeah. there was no passing yeah that was rough but good I'm glad you found your niche here at basketball because we love to have you here what are at what point did you decide like you know what I think college basketball is in my future and then what did you decide that Carroll basketball was in your future well it's kind of interesting because those two decisions were made at the same time. When I decided, like, when I got into high school, like, obviously I was already thinking, like, college basketball. But the only place I ever wanted to play basketball would be Carroll. So the main decision was whether I wanted to play basketball or not. And if I did play basketball, it would be automatically Carroll. Um, so it was easy. It was, like, deciding whether I wanted to study somewhere big at a bigger school and like go into that college experience with like more focus on like what I wanted to be when I grew up type thing or go to um, like Carroll and play basketball. And since I never really like I still don't know what I want to do or what I really want to like be when I grow up, I thought like that the option of playing basketball and going to Carroll would be better and then like 
rather than going to a, like a bigger school with something I already have in my head that I want to study and be. But I also just, once the basketball season ended my senior year of high school, I like knew that it couldn't be over. Like I have to play. So then I definitely just set my mind on going to Carroll. And the funny thing is, um, I have like, you know, I have a lot of relatives who have like graduated from Carroll. So people at my school would always be like, oh, you're obviously going to go to Carroll, right? And I would just get so mad. Like, no, I'm not going to go to Carroll. You don't know what my future holds. Like that, that really put me like going against Carroll at all costs. So I was like, no way am I going to Carroll. And um, one of the gym teachers at Prairie um, who went to Carroll as well said, well, my dad went to Carroll and I went through the same thing that you're going through and you never know. Like you're telling me right now you're not going to Carroll, but you never know. And he's right. Here I am. <laughs> I made a good decision. But yeah. Um, no, yeah. yeah, I mean, I can I can definitely see where that would be annoying and that could get to you when people just put you in a cookie cutter category like, oh, I just of course, she's just going to go to Carol. Like, no, it's at the end of the day, it's your decision. And, um, you know, that's mm-hmm. tough. But talk about that a little bit more too. the the family background. I know that's been a kind of a big piece here. Yeah. So one of the main reasons, like, I wanted to only play basketball at Carol is because, you know, my dad, my grandpa, my other grandpa, my uncle, my aunt, I have so many relatives who've gone here. So if I go here, I could really, it might sound weird, but I feel like I have like, like that spiritual, that spiritual connection. You know, when I get on the court, like these are the people that I'm playing for. Like when I go in Ganfield sometimes to practice, like last year we practiced in Ganfield, I was, I would always think like my grandpa played basketball in this court, like on this court in this building. So I was like really excited to kind of make that connection every time you know, I would step out there because family is a huge thing to me. Like, they're like my everything, my whole heart. So, of course, like playing basketball here and having them be able to keep watching me play. Like, I know my uncle and my dad, they make every game. They they surprise me when they say they can't come. They, they're the loudest on the bleachers, which is always not the best thing. Um, but they always surprise me. And just to think about that not being able to happen if I go to if I go to college and not play I was like well what the hell like let's do this like I'm gonna go play and I'm gonna play for myself I'm gonna play for them I'm gonna give my grandma some more games to watch for me like I don't want it to be over so that's one of the main reasons I also went obviously I went for me too I didn't want to give up the game but um going for my um family going here for my family to play would be like so cool and yeah my grandpa um I always think about him when I'm walking around the campus because I know he you know he was here just like walking the same sidewalks and um I loved when the monitors were on in Van Mail because I could search him up through the Hall of Fame and like I'd always put him on there and I'd leave it there and I'd walk away (laughs) me and my dad would always do that when I came when my dad came to the first couple of game days I was like hey, Grandpa Chuck is on the monitor. He's like, yeah, me and Mike put that there. We're going to leave it there. I was like, all right, well, let's make this a thing. So if you ever see Chuck Foster, just know that was probably me or my family. That's Brooke playing a prank. Good. Yeah. Oh, Good. my brother went here too. I, I forgot oh. to mention him. Yeah, he, he graduated from here a couple like two years ago. So yeah, gotcha. made it a lot easier. That is the, the point that you brought up about 
playing on the same court that your grandpa used to play like actual games on like that's a that's got to be a really cool feeling um just to think about that and yeah you know, I remember stories when I was younger about my grandfather um playing he grew up down in Chicago and playing on the same playground courts as some of the NBA superstars that came out of Chicago back in the the 70s and the 60s and so Wow. That that would be a really cool thing to go back and see too. But um, yeah, no, that the legacy piece is definitely a cool thing, and you can can carry on forever. Yeah, it really gives me a sense of motivation, and it makes me feel more at home. Good. Yeah. What do you think is probably one of your favorite things about um, your team? I know you guys are going through a lot right now um, with winter sports and COVID right now what's what's one thing that you can take away from this all like about your team this is such a hard question because i love everything about my team um favorite thing about my team just the ability we have to like go get through things get through adversity like especially this year i feel like our team has you know we've gone through a lot just like any other team in the athletic program because of you know the new way we have to live and um We've just overcome that. I think our energy and our attitude towards everything has just eaten up all of the obstacles that are in our way. And another thing too, like our freshman class is so, we just have four new girls and they're so great. They fit in so well. Um, And that's another thing I love. When I was a freshman, everybody was so nice and welcoming. Nobody was intimidating. And we do, we, you know, we do have some intimidating girls, like, you know, on the court, I know some people are like, oh, you know, like Alyssa Cruz, like on the court, she can be pretty intimidating. But let me tell you, that girl is the most loving. Like she is so always there for you. And it's like you instantly realize that as soon as we do like our first team bonding activity. And that's another thing too. like the ways we've overcome the COVID-19 stuff is like being able to stay connected through virtual things, um, social distancing things like in the beginning of the year, um, stuff like that, that we can really thank like our coaches for helping put together. And like, but the main thing that I love about my team is that we're just all so, you know, there's nothing like that really can like separate us. I think we're all so welcoming and open to everybody and we just all love each other. Like we're one big family and, not all teams are like that like and I'm very thankful that my team is very like we're so nice to everybody and I love it and that really shows on the court too you know one person gets down the other person is going to be there to help each other up so right that's something that we really value I think that's I think everybody could see that too during last year um you guys had really hot stretches and then some stretches where things weren't the best but you guys were always right there for each other and you know, you never saw anybody getting getting on each other or getting, you know, fed up with each other. You all picked each other up when you needed it, and you still and gave it your all each night. Yeah. So that's a really that's cool team dynamic. Right. Another thing, this is a little bit of a, an aside here, but I know Coach Schultz really touted this year that you all were, got registered and you all got uh, and you all voted this year as a big team. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's really cool that you guys can all say that, you know, one of you know, not a, not many teams that all did it and all registered and all voted too. Um, so that's a really cool cool piece to say about your family mentality as well. Yeah, and the way that everybody like acted upon it and we all worked together to get it done. I really thought that was cool too. Good. So 
obviously talking a little bit about COVID, it was it was tough for everybody this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, gyms were shut down. People had to stay indoors for a long period of time. What were some of the things that you did this summer to either, I guess, stay in shape uh, physically for this season, but also stay in shape mentally for everything that was going on around you? Yeah, so this summer was definitely one to remember. Um, there was a lot of things, you know, trial and error. Like, I tried to start so many challenges, like so many things. I did a yoga challenge, like a no bread for 30 days challenge. Um, I would run, I would try to get outdoor running done, but there's so many days in a row that I can do that before I just go like, oh, crazy. I need to go to a gym. I need to get a lift in. But um, the ways that, you know, we all had to be creative this summer, like opened so many doors, in my opinion, like, when I did the yoga challenge, I never stopped. I still do yoga to this day. So that is something that I really took out of this summer that I'm really thankful for. Um, eating healthier, like obviously it's so easy to just eat all day because you can't see your friends, you can't go out to eat. So it's just so easy to snack on. I think my favorite snack was the Dots pretzels. I don't know if you've tried those. They're like so think, good yeah I think I've seen seen them around yeah um me and my mom we love the veggie sticks which are just they're not as healthy as they seem um but no I definitely have been through my share of snacks but to stay in shape I'm lucky to have an outdoor basketball hoop that I would you know shoot on so that was amazing um it was so nice this summer so I liked going on walks tanning of course I would like lay out um, to keep my, you know, to get that outdoor fill in, um, to get the sun and everything. But mentally, um, I don't know if I read a, read too many books. I know the summer before that last summer, I read a bunch of books. This summer, I was just still overwhelmed from finishing um, the semester virtually. Yep. I'm sure every like it was our first time, so it was just kind of lingering. Like I don't even want to look at anything <laughs> educational. But um, other than that, um, I know I did a lot of outside workouts. It was kind of interesting. I discovered a hill like I discovered a hill. So I started running hills like twice a week, um, stuff like that. I just got real creative with my workouts. Cool. Yeah. So you stay ready. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Of course, I had my share of off days as well. Yeah. You got to have those. (laughs) Got to mix those in. Yeah. Like you mentioned a lot of really good things to keep you keep your mind active and keep you keep you busy keep your mind off things what I guess those included or like what what's a positive that you were able to take out of this summer now that you have all these things that you say yeah I do that and I still do that to those day to this day yeah the yoga that I do so on YouTube I started doing yoga with Adrian. she's just a yoga instructor and she posts her videos on youtube so i started following along and she has an at-home 30-day challenge so i was like perfect i'm not going anywhere i'm going to do this they're just yoga sessions every day and um honestly it is so so effective it helped my breathing um it helped with like my like meditating like helped my like mentality and like not trying to go stir crazy and stuff like that um, obviously it helps stretching and things like that. They're definitely beneficial, but, um, yeah, so I still do yoga to this day. Um, I'm so happy that I got into it because I love it. And, um, I don't know, I don't know, um, 
any other like things I've taken away I guess that I'm really like grateful for like the life that we used to have and if we ever go back then like we're all gonna be like we're all gonna have a new perspective and we're all gonna be so thankful and you know it's just gonna be like a different like world after this is all over because we'll all have experienced this and be like we're so grateful now like let's be happy type thing yeah as I was gonna say like grateful for the time that we get to you know, go to concerts, go to stuff like, you know, Summerfest or festivals, fairs, stuff like that that we couldn't yeah. do. So. Oh, that was so sad to miss the Wisconsin State Fair. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I was looking forward to that this year. But no, I, I agree. I mean, I like I for me, I wish I would have gotten into something like yoga because I got into golf this summer, which was okay. really helpful being outside. But if you know anything about golf, it's expensive and so uh but no this summer was fun because i got the chance to do more outside and um really find um you know find yourself and find yeah. myself and figure out like what's going to make me happy instead of sitting on the couch watching tv for 10 hours a day so yeah golf i went golfing twice actually this summer i didn't actually like golf golf i liked driving the golf cart that's my thing um yeah. But the, I like being outside. Like, I totally understand, like, like going outside. Whether you're walking, I mean, that's good, too. But, like, it's so beautiful. The golf courses are so beautiful. I didn't even – that's something I realized. I didn't even know they were so awesome. Like, yeah. Cool. Awesome. Well, got that stuff out of the way. So, <laughs> as I mentioned, we have uh, Thanksgiving coming up here shortly, within two weeks. So, I thought we'd play a little game of Thanksgiving this or that. So, um, I'll list off two two main dishes from Thanksgiving, and you can tell me your favorite and why, and what would you rather pick. Okay. Okay. So for the main course, we have turkey or ham. Oh, okay. I like I like ham, but I yep. would rather have turkey for Thanksgiving dinner. Me too. Oh, a nice slice of hot ham is so good. Um, I honestly might like it better than turkey. But for Thanksgiving, it's got to be turkey or no deal. It's got to be the classic. Yeah, turkey. You only get people. People only take one, one or two times a year to eat turkey. You got to eat it on Thanksgiving. Yeah, turkey. especially turkey with gravy on it. Ooh, nope. there you go. Game changer. Mm-hmm. Um, next for a side dish, we have mashed potatoes or green bean casserole. I do love mashed potatoes, but because my grandma makes green bean casserole in the world green bean casserole for the win okay interesting see i would rather i actually i didn't even start like liking mashed potatoes until a couple of years ago it was weird i had a weird i had a weird taste palette growing up as a kid but um no mashed potatoes all day for me i i'm sure there's a lot of i got a lot of family members who would choose green bean casserole you know because it's that the grandma made or the mom made yeah. Stuff, but I, I like mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes are so good. Um, I eat those a lot. I feel like my mom makes those a lot for homemade dinners. Good. All right. Um, for a dessert, we have pumpkin pie or cheesecake. And I couldn't think of a different dessert other than pumpkin pie. So I think this one might be a winner. But pumpkin pie all the way. Funny nope. story about this. Ever since September, me and my roommates have been buying pumpkin pies like once a week. 
<laughs> yeah, I think we like we are the reason they're always out at Myers. <laughs> we bought we stock up on pumpkin pies. We love pumpkin pie. All of us we get a pumpkin pie slice like every other night, oh. and. I'm upset. They got me pumpkin pie for my birthday, and oh. I think that's when it started. That's when it started. So, because they know I like pumpkin pie a lot. So when they said like, like I said, don't give me a cake, but I will take pumpkin pie. So ever since then, we've just been getting pumpkin pie ever since. So I'm hoping that it never ends. <laughs> that's funny. I don't think I've ever had pumpkin pie anytime outside the month of November. So that's that's that'd <laughs> oh. be. It'd be weird for me to get used to it first, but that sounds really good. Oh, it's so good. I love it. So this one is a hot topic among a lot of families come Thanksgiving. Uh, cranberries. Do you eat them out of the can, the canned cranberries, or do you go for natural? I'm canned. canned? I'm canned. Yeah. You, <laughs> I like yeah. the canned ones. Uh, my, my father is a canned man, and everybody <laughs> else fights against them on Thanksgiving, but... Oh. He sticks to it. No, I don't. Actually, if I had to pick, I would probably go natural, uh, just like regular. But I don't know. I don't know if I've ever tried canned cranberries. Black I don't know if I've ever tried natural. Really? Yeah, it's always canned. That's interesting. Well, there's, there's another challenge for you. You can challenge yourself to try that this Thanksgiving. Yeah, exactly. Cool. <laughs> all right. Well, that's kind of all I had for this week's episode. Brooke, do you have anything else you'd like to add? Um, if you're watching, hang in there. We're all in this together. The best thing to do is have an awesome attitude about it and just be thankful that we're here. And thank you, Sam, for having me. Absolutely. It's Thanks good for coming to be on. back. Yeah. It's good to have you back. Thanks for coming on, taking the time out of your day to do this. So, yeah, of course. Awesome. Thanks, Brooke. Go Pios. Go Pios.